Welcome to the Insider's Edge podcast here on the WCWA Network. I'm your host with the most on the West Coast, California in Fury. What a joy to be with you all once again. And speaking of a joy, right here, right now, I have a guest on this show that I'm very, very excited to talk to because you know what? When it comes to having guests here on the Insider's Edge podcast, you know what? I wish they all could be California girls ladies and gentlemen this is the one and only glow's own california girl sunny how are you Ooh, i love that and i wish they all could be california girls but oh well too bad um <laughs> as we say um i am doing fantastic and uh i am patricia summerland aka sunny the california girl from glow gorgeous ladies of wrestling we're all <laughs> champions in the ring we come from <laughs> come from the city we come from a world where there is no pity and i'd say the rest but that's enough <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic it's so nice to uh to, to meet you and have the chance to talk to you first question usually on the show here uh is uh, when you uh, a, a young lady w- were you a wrestling fan growing up that's interesting okay so when i was a wee little girl we were at the olympic auditorium i was there with my father my brother and my mother watching Freddie Blassie, The Destroyer, and a bunch of the old school, Mr. Moto. Um, and I was like five years old, I think, um, you know, terrified looking at these male wrestlers, right? Crazy, I was crazy scared. But I loved, and I remember Andre the Giant, The Destroyer in his mask. And I, I was in his mask and diapers when I was little. How about that? <laughs> and I met him full circle at the CAC, which was truly incredible. And what a wonderful, amazing man, Dick Beyer. Amazing to this day, God rest his soul. Um, Andre the Giant. So so my father was like security and then a, a, a cop. So um, he would take the wrestlers, I guess, to and from the hotels, you know, and that type of thing. So he became very good friends with them. So they'd come to our house for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So my mom would make dinner with all these, you know, wrestlers and stuff. But um, that's essentially how I got into wrestling was my father was watching Glow on TV. But before that, I honestly, there was a big time span in my life where I was an athlete. So I was a track runner. So I, I ran like the wind. I would compete against the girls and then they put me with the boys. And I grew up that way. So wrestling was not my, my thing. I was not... I never watched it, wasn't a fan until Glow. So as a little girl, obviously, yes. Um, but I left and I was in my modeling career. You know, I went into bikini sportswear modeling. I was on the runway. I was a fashion model. So um, actress, you know, athlete, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I kind of left that wrestling part behind, you know, and went on my venture until Glow, of course. And thank you, dad up there, you know. Definitely, because he was my inspiration. And that's why I actually ended up going to the tryouts for Glow was because of him. He was watching it on TV. <laughs> right. So, right. And he told me to, to come out and watch it with him. And he's like, oh, it looks like they're they're looking for new girls. I'm like, you're kidding. So, you know, I'm sitting there. I'm like, dad, I can't do this. They're going to kill me. They'll, they'll kill me. I can run. What am I going to run out of the ring? <laughs> right. Am I going to run? I'm going to run from them. So, but watching these girls larger than life kicking butt was such an inspiration. It was so cool. So of course I sent in my headshot to give it a try. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna get it. Sure enough, I get called. <laughs> and the rest, <laughs> I'm off to Vegas. The rest is, yeah. How exciting, cool. how exciting. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you before I, I jump into my uh, GLOW questions is, um, as you were saying, uh, uh, modeling, uh, running like the wind, uh, athlete, actress, etc. 
was there a specific dream that you had or, or idea about what you wanted uh, to be at that stage of your life before you, you, you wanted to try out for GLOW? Was there something that you thought, this is the path I'm going to take and where, where I'm hopefully going to be in 10, 15 years? Absolutely. I wanted to be that supermodel. That was my, that's what I, you know, that was my vision. That was it. The biggest model on the runway. I wanted to grace every single magazine there was out there. And, you know, I, it, that didn't happen. I graced some magazines, but not the goal. <laughs> I went into the wrestling and then, you know, that was, that was a life-changing um, positive thing because it taught me how to push myself, how to, for instance, doing push-ups, going into like the military training that Matt made us do, um, which I had no idea how to do. You know what I mean? And he pushed us to that limit. Um, and my character, since I was at the beach all the time, I was a California girl in every sense of the word. I, I really didn't change myself for the character. Then they, they took my blonde hair at the time and they put it up in a lot of Aquanet and all that stuff. But the tan, the, the smile, the fun in the sun, the really, you know, let's do this. That was me. That was totally me. And it still is to this day, except I'm really brunette. This is my hair color. So yeah, you know, and am I a little sometimes? Yeah, I like to say I'm the blonde in the brunette body, but. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, the, the audition, uh, how did you, uh, how did the audition process work? Um, how did it go for you? Uh, I, when I spoke to Roxy, she told me about her experience. I assume yours might be quite similar. Um, so please indulge me. Absolutely. absolutely. So I was in um, uh, North Hollywood at the time. So the audition was actually in North Hollywood. And I walked in the, in the uh, building, there was like 350 girls. I about died. I'm like, you're hitting me, right? <laughs> they were coming out of the woodwork. It was unreal. All these actresses, you know, different, again, sizes, shapes, colors were there to audition. And I'm like, there's no way, no way I'll get this. But again, um, I managed to get through the audition. I got sent to Vegas and there was like, I think 150 girls, they narrowed it down to 70 and then down to 35. That's the ones that got kicked out. They couldn't handle the training. And, and then they also go by the character, you know, what, what you're gonna be, you know, Matt tells you, you know, oh, I see you as this and I'm gonna give you that character. So for me, I reminded him of his wife or at the time, deceased wife, which was Jane Mansfield. Right. So, yeah, so I was the blonde. He's like, you look just like her. And I'm like, I do? I No clue. I'm like, really? I go, isn't, he, isn't she shapely like Marilyn Monroe and not so tall? Because I'm 5'10", you know? Um, he's like, no, you are. And he just showed me pictures. I'm like, wow. So there was such a resemblance. It was incredible. So I ended up, being that character where he incorporated the dinginess, the fun, the love, the the blonde bombshell type of thing. But I came out with my surfboard and Spuds McKenzie, you know, it was so cool. And I loved it. My silly knock-knock jokes. So I sang, I love to sing. So he made me sing knock-knock jokes. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> I'm going to die. So I would sing to my opponent just to make them mad and they come after me. And they would definitely come after me after I ended my knock-knock joke. <laughs> So I always came out with knock knock jokes. Yeah, <laughs> it's great really? stuff. I watched some footage the other the other day uh, of you, and and the first thing I saw was the knock knock joke, and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. okay. So so this this uh, takes place. You get selected. The character has been uh, thought up. Um, how did the? Uh, I believe you did. You join in? Uh, was it season three of the show? Uh, yes. It was a season season three girl and uh, season four. Right. Okay. So that's what leads me to this question. I just wanted to double check because the internet can be really uh, helpful with my research sometimes. So I'm glad I was right there. Uh, how did the glow ladies who had been there already, um, how did they treat you upon your arrival to the show? Um, I think we are all like just excited and nervous to be there and I think we all got along just fine um, but as the show went on I, I became close with Matt. Matt kind of wanted me to be like his girlfriend if you will um, so 
naturally, and, it, and what, we weren't dating. We were just very close. It was just like a kindred thing since I reminded him of his wife, obviously. So once I was there, the girls hated me. They didn't trust me. They're like, oh, she's going to run to Matt with everything. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I would never do that. So honestly, I had just like a couple. Cheyenne Cher was my buddy, um, Ursula, babe. I had a few, a few of the glow friends, but the bad and good, the baby and the heel separated. So we were always at odds because Matt did not want to show the public. Oh. The reality, you know what I mean? He kept, we kept it on. We were like hating each other on our tours. When we exited the bus, bad, good, we were separated. Like we acted like we hated him always. And that was, that was kind of cool. But behind closed doors, you know, we had our fun. So, yeah. That's and then cool. The, like the babies were always with the babies. The heels were with the heels. So awesome. So keep kind of keeping that kayfabe thing going on there. Exactly. Uh, that's, <laughs> I think that's a smart way of, of, of doing it. Uh, I think it's, you know, because uh, I guess you, you, you're performing in the same place uh, for every single taping. So uh, the fans are going to be around the place. So you kind of want to keep that that mystery in the air, I would say. Exactly. That's right. Absolutely. So tell me about, excuse me, the the, the first match that you actually uh, had that was taped for Glow. Could you tell me about that, how nervous you were and also maybe like the, how how much went into it? How much of the choreography did you really have to uh, work on for this? for, for anyone so, out there doesn't realize how much actually went into each match. Oh my that God, it totally did. So we, well, first of all, I had to, I had to eat extra protein because I was underweight because I went there very thin. Matt didn't want me to get injured. So I had to bulk up a little bit and lift weights. So I had to eat the Riviera buffet so many times that I wanted to throw up. He'd make me eat it. <laughs> you know, you got to do this. Then I had to go to the gym and lift weights and lift weights and lift weights. But we trained as he told us. And then we were in the ring. We prepared all week for our matches on the weekend that were live taped on the weekend. So we started Monday to Friday and we trained with our opponent. And of course we knew the secret, you know, who's going to win and lose, unfortunately. So we just put our matches together, bring it home, and then we also had to redo it in front of the director and producer so they can look at it and say, hey, yeah, we like that. Yeah, we want you over here. Maybe, you know, little twerks before we actually go and take it all the way to the end of the week and then live. Because when, when we're live, that TV's on, you can't make a mistake. And if you do, you got to keep going. You know what I mean? So you got to be on your game, training, it's timing. Our, our maneuvers had to be right. Our, now I had a tag team and a lot of people don't know this. So in the beginning, Sunny was with Queenie, the beauty queen. She was from Tennessee. Yep. She was in, Cindy was on the first trial one. She was in the uh, monkey toss given by Nanuchka who trained us by the way, she was our trainer. And she was going over and it looked good until she froze up. And as she was freezing up, she hit the mat and her, her collarbone, all this popped out. It was bad. It was not pretty. And they sent her home to Tennessee. So Sunny was solo. Yeah. So I had no tag team. So I got to be paired up with other, you know, uh, tag teams or with Mountain Fiji, you know, you name it. I was, yeah. And, and then I was also solo, just solo, but I never had a tag team. Right. So the idea was the tag team. There's a little spanner in the works there from the injury and and now yeah. things change for you. Interesting. Wow. It's funny how like certain things happen and then you, you set off into a, a, a different path. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of, of, of injuries, uh, were there moments where you got hurt in the ring? Oh my God. I was hurt in the beginning. So when we were training, we had to hit a punching bag. We had to learn how to do our punches, you know, all isometrics and you got to do it the right way. Well, I wanted to be tough. When I first got there, there was a long line of girls. I get up to the punching bag. What did I do? I punched it straight on. I didn't even curve at all. So what do you think happened? And I went full force. So I cracked my knuckles and my wrist and I had a um, cast on in the beginning of my training. I was like, are you kidding me? That one hurt. That was a learning lesson. So now I'm a skilled boxer. Hint the Let's see if you can see that, but that's my, uh, cause I had cancer last year. I was diagnosed 
with colon cancer with uh, five years to live. Um, so I, I've overcame that and uh, everything is good, but I got the tattoo and I have my boxing gloves here that are hanging from here. If you can see that they're hanging yeah. down gloves so I'm a real boxer now legit boxer so but that was funny and I'll never forget that and I had to wrestle with that cast on I really wanted it off I really hated it so um that and then in a pile driver which they no longer do as you know <laughs> yeah so Beastie had me on tour I was in Biloxi Mississippi she had me upside down you know show was going dark everything's going good the music's on all of a sudden she drops me and that was it. I turned my neck just enough, but they thought I broke my neck. I blacked out. I went out in a stretcher and that was it. All I heard was chanting, Sonny's. And there was, there was news cameras. So I guess I made the news. That was kind of cool, right? You know, in Biloxi, Mississippi. Cause we performed, I think it was like 30,000 people there. Cause that wow. was on our tour. We performed the same match from state to state, you know. Um, we had two days off and the rest we performed at each state that we traveled. We started in Georgia and we ended up back in Georgia and we flew back to Vegas, but we did Tennessee, um, Louisiana, all these states and we packed the house. That was so cool, but oh man, that was not good. So I was on painkillers, uh, this all shredded, but thank God I learned in wrestling how to twerk my neck, if you will, in placement when you land. So I didn't break my neck but it was very close, very close. God, that was horrible. Yeah, that was a serious injury. And the rest, I was fine. I mean, I never, other than that, you know, but like I said, we've had injuries. Susie Spirit in the season one, if you remember, her elbow popped out on national TV, you know? <laughs> yeah, there was something because you're on TV and if it happens, what can you do, right? It's, it's for real, you know? And that's why I hate, when people say wrestling's fake, no, I say people are fake. Wrestling's real. <laughs> I always say, get in the ring and let's wrestle. You know, let me show you if you think it's, you know, fake. Yeah, it's all, you know, it's stunt work. It's acrobatic work. We, we were training in, a, in a, a trampoline, a gymnasium to learn how to flip in midair because we had those opportunities with Glow because we had Big Bad Mama, the voodoo queen, who had her doll, had her Sunny doll. Let's say she'd come out with my Barbie doll and she'd tell me to flip because I'm in a trance. She'd turn my doll this way. I had to do what the doll did in <laughs> midair. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm 5'10". I, I would be terrified. But at that moment, you can't be terrified. You just got to do it. You just go with it and hope that it looks good. You know what I mean? It's like, oof. But yeah, absolutely. And, and, and just to, to add on to what you said about people saying uh, wrestling's uh, fake and, and all that stuff. Um, I feel like wrestling is like the most intricate art form that there is, as far as I'm concerned, because you're not only implementing acting, you're not only implementing like athletic ability and stunt work, but you have to do your stunt in one take, in one take in front of everyone. You have to have all these different things, right? There's so many different laws and um, uh, reasons for different maneuvers that you utilize in the ring. So many tiny little things you have to remember with everything. And so many people out there don't seem to understand it. So many people out there think, oh, I could just get in there and do it. Uh, I guarantee you they take one back bump and they don't tuck their chin uh, they're going to get that 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 brain pain that you get when you don't do it correctly, and then they're yeah. very quickly going to realize, oh, okay, this isn't really uh, as <laughs> as uh, easy as I thought it would be. No, you know, and you start with your your minimal uh, frontward rolls, backward rolls, uh, back legs split, back you know forward rolls, legs open, you know that whole thing, and it's like then you go to the handstands, and handstands were never easy for me anyway, because again. I'm, I'm more of an athlete with running my legs, not with my legs straight up, you know, in the air stand. I'm like, I hated those things. So I never did those good. And in Hollywood, I think it was Hollywood and myself were the girls that always our legs would do this. <laughs> Just that's the way it was. So um, yeah, that was a great match too. We had Hollywood and I, um, I think that was Hollywood and Vine. And I think Queenie may have been in that one. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though. 
always a lot of fun just to see the fans, the endearment of the, the children, the little boys and girls out there. Hey, Sammy, you know, throw me your surfboard or whatever the case is, you know, <laughs> that's what makes it. That's, that's what makes it, you know, is that we were larger than life. We were superheroes to them and that, you know, you can't, there's nothing better than that. So you continue, you keep going. And, um, you know, they actually thought in one of my matches, Beastie bit my ear off. They thought, <laughs> you know, she really did. she's holding my ear around the ring like this and I, and it's bleeding. Now I come out in another match and it's all taped up, <laughs> really, you know, so they really believed it. And that's, what's cool. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what's cool. It's the selling part of it, of the wrestling. You have to, you have to sell, slow it down and sell. And the wrestling nowadays, I, I can't watch it. It's just like, I like the old school wrestling. I love the old school. That's what I'm it's, all about. <laughs> yeah, they just lost it somewhere throughout the time. Well, that's just with everything, I guess. But, you know, I like um, Natalia, the wrestler. She's great. I love, it. I love her. But I'm not fond of a, a lot of the others. I just can't. I think she's really good. So, yeah, if I was to watch it, if she's in a match, then I'm watching it, you know. Yeah, I, I, this is my uh, hypothesis, I suppose, of the situation with wrestling today. And I'll get back to my question soon, but I thought this was interesting uh, to go down. Uh, there was an era where uh, video games became quite popular, wrestling video games, and a lot of people became fans of wrestling through playing the video games first before even watching it on TV. And then a lot of the people who wanted to get into wrestling had grown up playing the video games. I don't know if this is <laughs> if there's any connection, but I feel like today I watch wrestling and they're wrestling like you see in a video game where the characters in the video game get back up straight away and there's no selling. That's just me. I don't know if there's any correlation right. there, but. Right, I know. Do you see that, the video game behind me? Actually? Yes. Okay, so I won that on Let's Make a Deal. That and this <laughs> right here. I run the whole game system when I went on Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I didn't know you get to do and that. I, yeah, I love those things. Yeah, I'm like a little kid at heart. I'll go out and play basketball. I'm like that tomboy as I always was in, when I was growing up, you know? Yeah, I'm good for, I'm very competitive. That's what's scary. <laughs> I'm like, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, so we were talking about fans. Uh, did you have any stories of any like uh, nice moments with a, a, a fan or, or maybe a, a strange moment with a fan? I know some fans can be a bit weird. Some fans can be quite uh, lovely. Please, any stories at all? Oh, gosh, like uh, stalking fans. Yeah, I've had those. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stalking fans. Um, you know, some really endearing. So I have a Barbie doll. I had a, a fan that called the company and ordered me with him as I'm, I'm getting married to him. Like he is the, uh, the groom. So he, he had the dolls mailed to my house. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Okay, <laughs> so many things like that, let me tell you. But you know what, I really, with GLOW, Matt kept the boundaries where we didn't have craziness. It was, you know, always, you know, very, very uh, secured for us, yeah, yeah. That's so. good, uh, that's a strange way of, uh, <laughs> of uh, letting somebody know. know. But, but after GLOW now, at my parents' house, there used to be like all these, children camped out at my parents' house when I would exit Glow and, and go see them on the weekend. When I drive home, they'd be camped out. That was cool. I was like, Sammy, we love you. you know? <laughs> That's you know, so cute. <laughs> you know, yes, absolutely. And the paparazzi, <laughs> oh my gosh, Variety. I took, I had a terrible picture. Inquirer, inquiring minds want to know. So we had all these pictures and somehow they always get the worst picture of me. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, but I think, yeah, fans have been really good other than there is now, you know, of course I get fans now on, on social media because of my Playboy stuff, but other than that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, 
your point of view from this situation, what, why do you feel that uh, Glow was cancelled despite the high ratings of the show? And and did you know that the last uh, uh, Glow that was produced uh, at the time would be the last one as it was happening? Or did you find out afterward? Um, okay, run that back to me again about what now? I'm sorry, because I had to... <laughs> It's okay. I, I think I think I've written the question a bit odd. Um, uh, why, from your point of view, why do you feel like Glow was uh, cancelled despite the higher ratings of the show? And and when the final taping took place at that time, did you know that was going to be the last one? Um, I did not because I left Glow before it ended. Um, oh, not okay. Going to end though, mind you, Matt pulled me out of the ring because my father took ill and I had to fly to see my father and, and he died within five days. So that was horrible. My father never got to see me wrestle live. Um, so I got on a plane to see my dad. Um, when that happened, I returned to Glow to Vegas thinking Glow was still going and it was gone. I'm like, what happened? Where did everybody go? What happened? Well, um, there were some issues at the end um, with one of the girls who had an affair with Mishula, the owner of Glow, Mishula Reckless. And I guess that kind of ended Glow. We were going to have a movie. I mean, we were going to take it all the way in to the end. Matt had a movie already written for us. Yeah. So it kind of like axed because of that. Um, yeah. There's a little bit of, um, you know, situation there where Matt's like, I'm not doing this. Meshulam had to save his marriage, <laughs> you know, so there was a lot of things going on there. Yeah. Oh, yep. What a that shame, happened. right? <laughs> well, it's certainly, yeah. So one of the Glow Girls kind of botched that up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. So... This was to be, I mean, not only are you dealing with, with your father passing away and, and my condolences um, over that, uh, now you have this thing that was a, also a really special thing in your life that you were going to go back to. Now this has is now gone. How did it make you feel to, which way do I go now? What do I do with myself now? Um, and also you had a, uh, an outlet to creativity. So that part of your brain was being utilized quite a lot and the rush of performing is, is gone at that stage as well um not being able to see your your your, your friends or your uh, uh co-performers every week that you'd you be used to that camaraderie all of this in one big bundle um how, how did this make you feel it's gone i felt lost and being lost in vegas is like being home alone right <laughs> you're like what yeah i was going crazy so I came across the referee, Benny Diamond at the time, right? Um, he was a referee in Globe. So we ended up being friends and um, he helped me with some creativity. He built a wrestling ring for me. And he says uh, with some other gentleman, which is another whole story there that I did the NFL stuff, the poster girl. So I was a poster girl. I went back into modeling, long story short, in Vegas. Um, I did the NFL, Raiders, Rams, New England Patriots, and Miami Dolphins. So, um, but in the interim of everything, this individual says, we need to get you out there, Sonny. You should be on a billboard. You make you a sex symbol, blah, blah, blah. Make you a big star. Well, I ended up doing uh, a motion picture in Vegas called A Season in the Sun with Scott Bayo. Um, Jimmy McNichol was the male lead and I was the female lead. Um, it didn't happened because he didn't own the rights to the script in the final end he created that to have me next to him it's such a long story but it's a horrific story that's why i'm doing the book and movie about my life but um and, and that's why there's a comic book you know i have a comic book um i'm the first female pro wrestler out of any promotion any ww any of that with a squared circle um yeah Biocomics. So I have my own biocomic book about my life story. Um, and then there's an encyclopedia with myself, Rocky Johnson, Jack Hager's in it. So it's pretty cool. Oh, and that's in my awesome. Heart, I included some of the Glow Girls in it. Of course, I had to, and, and not that I didn't want to. Um, and I also brought in some fans in the book. So they have a little bit of, of, of you know. Um, but the thing is, um, 
Yeah, it was a crazy story. So I ended up having a show called Battling Beauties on the Strip, where I, I had I headlined and billboarded that show. Now, Battling Beauties was, I came out and emceed, I wish they all could be California girls. I was wearing a white bikini and a thong when I could wear a thong, you know what I mean? And I had hot tuxedo and I'd come out singing that song and I would win in the ultimate end with the girls. I ended up throwing them all out. You know, I was like the heel that I always wanted to see. So um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was oil wrestling, straight pro wrestling being sprayed down with oil. Do you know how difficult that is? It I can imagine. Around, it was straight pro. And I'm like, I looked at the guys, I go, are you kidding me? We're going to get injured. But no, nobody got injured. And I brought the girls in. We trained the girls. And that was a success for, mm, I don't know. We had it for about six months. So that kind of took the, the pain from glow onto that. It, it was cool because now I'm, I'm like headlining and everyone as Sunny Summerland, by the way. So that was, yeah. yeah, it was called Battling Beauties. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I got back into that in that way. And then... After that, I ended up um, coming back to LA because I had what had happened to me. Um, and I got married and I had a child. So yeah, and I was in hiding for a long time from this individual. So without going there and saying too much, yeah, it'll be out soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I understand. Uh, time goes by, many years go by. Uh, I suppose you could say, uh, 2012, there's a, a documentary made about GLOW. Um, wanted to know if uh, uh, you had the chance to be involved in this. I, I've seen it. I just, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I can't remember right. if you, you were in it or not. That's why I'm asking. But uh, did you get to be a part of this? I was supposed to be a part of it. I had my surfboard in tow on the way out, going to the documentary. I get a phone call um, from Cedar sinai Hospital that my daughter was in a horrific accident. Get to the hospital. She was um, at Cedar sinai in the trauma unit. So needless to say, that didn't happen. I dropped my surfboard. I was you know, shocked and sad and, and frantic. And I grabbed one of my friends to drive me to the hospital to see my daughter. And so I wasn't involved in that. That's why you don't see me in it. But I was in the actual, because they, they actually filmed it um, January 13, 2010. I, I remember it like the day. And then it was released in 2012 where, you know, everybody could see it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Um... Well, there, there we have it. Uncovered why that uh, that you weren't a yes. part of it. There um, was. I, I know you'd said that uh, you, you became a mum and all that. Uh, but was there any interest from you to maybe wrestle in companies like the WWF or WCW after Glow was over? Um, kind of, but not really. No, because I kind of already shifted back to like being a mom, being a businesswoman. Yep. Uh, I had my own business called Inches Off, so it was a it was a, a workout gym. So I was always in that type of you know off of who I was, of course, because people come in, they say, "Oh, we want to look like you," you know, we want to. So it was um, it was uh, Tony tables. I had mud wraps, you know, all that kind of stuff, facials, you know, massage, all that. Yeah. So I was, you know, I settled down, got married. And my husband certainly didn't want me to do any of that. So yeah, I kind of stayed away from that. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I just, I, I, whenever I have anyone from Glow on, I, I always want to ask about that because I know uh, uh, Ivory ended up doing quite well. Right, <laughs> Ivory, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up uh, Tammy Sitch, who in the mid nineties was known as Sunny in the WWF. Yes. Just wanted to know what you thought of finding out that there was, there was this other girl called Sunny now, and they're on WWF TV. If it were me, I'd be like, "That's I'm I'm Sunny." So, how did that I make you feel? Know, right, I know. No, Sunny was just Sunny. So then I was Sunny, the California girl. So Sunny was, and she was after me. You know, I paved the way for her career, which was great. Um, and sadly enough, everyone 
talks to me now about her because you know she's not doing well. She's in a real bad way now. And she just kept getting worse and worse. So they're like, what do you think about what she's doing? I go, I feel bad. I'm, I, I wish her all the luck. You know, I wish she'd get herself out of that and, and become better. But it sadly enough did not happen. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to pave the way for her and to know that she was a Hall of Famer, you know, I can't, I can't go wrong. But so my character was the female Hulk Hogan. So it wasn't so much that Sunny. You know what I mean? They yeah. just used. So, yeah, my character is more uh, the the female Hulk Hogan. I was like the wife of the Hogan. That's what everyone thought I was. They're like, "Are you married to Hulk Hogan?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No." But yeah, you know. And, and again, I feel so bad now that her life. That's what happens. I mean, she just couldn't get out of that hole. No. Sad. Never, yeah, just it is sad. It's I thought there was hope for it at one stage, but um, it, especially when she went into the Hall of Fame. But hopefully, yeah. everything will turn out okay for her and uh, and everyone that she's connected to. Yes, um, I hope so. I'll get to the tail end here, Sunny, uh, and this is one of my favorite questions. Uh, what do you miss most about Glow's heyday and your time there? Um, I think I miss, like I said, the fans, the crowd, the cheering, the just being out in the ring again and, and being able to do those, those moves and, and just, yeah, the fans, the kids, the children, absolutely making their, their faces light up when we'd enter the ring. Um, a little bit of everything. I miss the performing. You know, I, I miss it. Yeah, of course. You know, I, I when I go to, I, I see Wow, and I just want to jump back in the ring. I'm like watching him, like, come on, Roxy, let's go. She's like, are you crazy, Sonny? I go, no, let's do this. Because I put on some other matches. I put on some other shows since then. Myself, I had a veterans um, show that I did in Santa Monica. So it was called The Wrestling Rock, and it was really good. And so we had musicians, wrestlers, and and it was for a charity event. So I was there again. So, you know, I'm still kind of there. And sometimes I get the inkling I want to do something again. But no, you know, it's uh, whatever. If I train girls or something, absolutely, I would. I would love to do that. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, obviously, there was something that came out on Netflix not too uh, long ago, uh, I believe it's since wrapped up, but uh, Glow, the, the TV show. Um, what did you, do you have a chance to check this out? What did you think of the show? Absolutely, I did. I watched all three seasons. Of course, it didn't make it to the fourth. Ironically, kind of like us, we made four seasons, but we did go to pay-per-view and stuff, but, um, you know, which was nice because I was at home watching TV and there we are in pay-per-view. It just, I'm like, told my husband, I'm like, oh, there I am. And he's like, what? So yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. But I think Netflix brought us relevant again to the younger crowd, but it wasn't the way it was in GLOW. Um, the only thing that was similar is at the end, the third season was the wrestling. They finally had the wrestling and the girls involved in the wrestling, but all that drama, the robot with the cocaine, that would have been nice, but we didn't have that. We didn't have any of that. What? I was like watching them like, oh, no, we were so strict. Matt was so strict on us. We could not do anything. You know what I mean? It was like, work, work, work. Let's do this. Let's get a good match, you know, for the for the taping. Um, but he did let us leave on the weekends and have fun. So um, I liked it, but it wasn't our characters. They took three or four girls and meshed in one you know, because they had to, because we're not in it. So they had to tread carefully because we could sue them. They yeah. can't use our likeness or our character at all. You know what I mean? So, but it was nice. And it was nice to have a show based on you. I mean, who has that, right? <laughs> so we're all like, it was incredible, right? WWE, look at it, WWE, do you think they're going to have a show based on them with all the wrestlers? I doubt it. Yeah. But Glow, Glow actually had a show based on us and paying homage to all of us. So that's a, that's a blessing and uh, what more can you ask? I mean, that's very cool, right? I think so too. And- yeah. uh, <clears throat> Great actresses, 
love them. They were all fantastic, you know. Yes, yeah. I thought, uh, uh, what's her name, Alison Brie, I think she was tremendous uh, in her role. Um, but yeah, it's proof in the pudding that what you ladies were able to create back then, um, still relevant now, what you created back then was so special that, of course, they made a TV show based on it. So um, I think that's just something that's really warming to the heart. Um, yeah. I want to give you the opportunity now. You've mentioned some projects that you have in the pipeline, but uh, just plug everything that's going on in your life right now, Patricia. Uh, I know that you've got a whole heap of things going on. So please let everyone know what's going on. Okay, so um, right now there's a thing that I don't know if, if uh, Roxy had told you, but there's something that's coming out that's called More Than a Wrestler. So this is a little bit of our story, a podcast, and then a book following, and it's super cool. Um, I look forward to that. But personally, I have my own book, Autobiography, is coming out, and a movie based on it. Um, it's a process in the making and um, it's going to really help a lot of people, which I'm very fortunate on just by telling my story, you know, to help others out there um, about everything, about bullying, you know, uh, death, um, stalking, rape, everything is in there, you know, and that is my life um, from being handed over at birth, you know, um, and everything else that's happened. Um, and so, and I always say I'm a survivor. I'm not a victim here. You know, I just hate that. Um, so I'm always a survivor. Um, and then, you know, just overcoming cancer. I'm a big advocate there. So I help people. I'm always in the group, uh, my colon cancer group and uh, helping many there. And it feels good as much as I can, you know, um, getting the word out and stuff because uh, we're losing so many at a young age, by the way, it's just, you know, people are like, oh, no, I don't need to get this because I'm not going to get it. I'm too young. But we've got 18, 19 year olds that are getting this colon cancer now, and it's very deadly. So um, it's very important to get the message out um, to eat clean, don't drink sodas, you know, all that stuff that causes colon cancer, which I myself had it, but I never ate or drank uh, sodas. I always ate clean. I did everything right. So also on the flip side, it doesn't matter. Cancer is cancer. It can attack anybody. Yeah. Nobody like, yeah, it just, it's, uh, has no discretion. It's going to get you if it's going to get you. Cause everyone's like, Oh my God, you're so healthy. You look, and then what I would get when I had it, they're like, Oh, you're so beautiful. You don't look like you have cancer. And I'm like, well, what does cancer look like? I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I just make a joke. So after I had it, I had surgery and they cut out half my colon and half of my rectum, right? And um, to get the tumor. So it's gone. Everything's. So I tell everyone, I said, listen, I'm half an ass now. And they're like, what? <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> what? You're half an ass? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you see, if you. You have a sense of humor about it and you can make a joke about it, then you win. Absolutely. You don't you don't let it make you feel bad. You win. So that's great. No, because I'm here, you know, I'm thankful, you know. God bless. Amen. Yep, that's what we do. And you just learn from that and move forward. You know what I mean? And and help as many as you can. So, and that's what I do. But yeah, I've got God so much. And then I've just taken on a wonderful other new thing that happened to pop in my lap this week about managing a rapper or at least helping her become famous because she's really good so you'll see me start posting soon on instagram tiktok she's blown up though she's got like 5.8 million on tiktok i think something like that wow so good she's 16 years old 5.0 grade average her name is jay money jay money star <laughs> she's good <laughs> watch out little kim so i'm working there too with them and, and, and helping there so little bit of everything <laughs> <laughs> very very cool right. um, and any information that you've just said there we'll have on the description on youtube when this interview goes out so everyone and can i'm selling it. my comics for yeah and don't forget i have my comic books my yes. bio comic by squared circle is out there don't forget to buy it i have my encyclopedia encyclopedias the hard uh, cover the soft cover my playboy um i have another book i just endorsed uh younger the Dancing Yeti, Jungle the Dancing Yeti. So it's a bully about a book about bullying 
So it's for children and I celebrity endorse that too. So check that out. It's uh, by Stephen Taco. So much more. I <laughs> just, yeah. So just find me on, on social media. I'm out there and I'm under Patricia Summerlin. I really I talk under that name rather than Sunny, even though I do have Sunny pages. I have a new Sunny page on Instagram. I not so much on there. Yeah, I should be on more, but I'm on Patricia Summerlin. So yeah, just find me on there and all the social platforms. Wonderful. Uh, well, Patricia, it's time to get to our final segment of the show. It's called Five Second Frenzy. And the first question is, who is your favorite professional wrestler of all time? Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice. Yes. And of course, Hulk Hogan, <clears throat> in the, male, the male side, you know, sorry, The Rock, but you know, I love him, but got to go with Hulk. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, over the years, uh, who, who would you say was your favorite person to work with, your favorite opponent to, to work with in the ring? Oh, my gosh. I, you know what? That's a tough one because I loved all the girls. I really did. The one that I worked with the most, I would have to say Beastie, the road warrior. Her and I always got paired together the most, and I loved her. Yeah. So Beastie. Awesome. Was there one particular match that you performed in that you look back on as like, yeah, that's my favorite? Um, the one with Daisy and Gremlina. Yeah, where I picked up Gremlina. I was the only um, wrestler, and she'll tell you that, um, that got her off her feet. She never wanted to be picked up. But I literally picked her up, and I took her head in the turnbuckle because she was squirming on my back when I had her in a fireman's carry. So yeah. I went three times and took her head. Just, she was like, I love that, Sunny. And I'm like, are you sure? You know, like, <laughs> I had to hurt, really did. <laughs> I wanted her to stop squirming, but yeah, um, that match I think was great. Yeah. Yeah. To work with Daisy and Grevelina. That was a good match. Excellent. Uh, now finally getting away from wrestling. Uh, do you have a favorite book? Oh gosh. Favorite book. Mm, there's so many, but right now I'm actually reading Tyler Henry. It's a medium book, his book. Cause I love Tyler Henry. I'm really fascinated because I went to a medium to find my birth mother. And that's how I found my birth mother because I was told she was dead. So I had right. to go to me. So I am reading, yeah, Tyler Henry. Um, it's amazing book. Yeah, how he, he talks to the, the people who passed on. He writes scribbles as he talks to them. It's incredible. So I have his book even on scribbles. He signed it, you know, he autographed it for me. So I'm a bit of a fan, yeah. I know it's kind of strange, but yeah, mediums. Um, I have one about God, where God knows it's called. I'm reading stuff like that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I always find stuff like that interesting as well. Um, favorite TV show is the next one. Oh, wow. It's a favorite TV show. Well, back in the day it was Glow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Girls. I love the Golden Girls back then, but what I watch now, um, I like Netflix stuff. I like movies and like money heist type stuff. Yeah, I'm awesome. with, with series like that. I'm a Netflix girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and the Golden Girls is a tremendous TV show. Exactly. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite film? Um, favorite film, Good, Bad and the Ugly. Very good I choice. <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh the next one is favorite musical artist or band um michael jackson favorite artist ever michael there's only one and elvis which i have to go watch his movie i'm so excited Me too. <laughs> yeah. i'm really excited too <laughs> uh awesome uh getting away from the arts now only a few more to go do you have a favorite food a uh, sushi that's easy. <laughs> Very popular sushi. answer on our show is uh, sushi. Yes, um, good. Do you have a favorite place to eat on the road? Um, on the road, um, you know what? Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a very popular answer. You can have a drink in one, you know, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, three to go here. Do you have a favorite beverage? Uh, you're thirsty. What would be something that you would go to? Um, I have my circle water all the time. I don't know if you've heard of circle, but it's a flavored water. It's my right. baby bottle, call it. 
I'm surprised I don't have it here, but it comes with all these different flavors. You pop it in and you go and you drink it. I think it lasts like three weeks. Right. Oh, it's delicious. And then I love that new Snapple they just came out with. Have you tried it? Oh, they don't nice. get Snapple in Australia. It's like a cactus something. Oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that you get, you get over there in the United States that we just don't get over here. Which you is... get boba? I love boba too. The milk <laughs> tea boba. Have you tried that? It's no, so I good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, we've got two more to go here. The, the second last one, I guess it's, it's kind of the naughtiest one, but sometimes we get some very meaningful answers for it. Uh, Favorite male body part? You see a good looking guy, you know, where will Patricia's eyes go to first? Um, I would say, gosh, a favorite but His face, it has to be his face because I'd recognize his face and his eyes and his smile, you know. And then from behind, as he walks away, it's his butt, of course. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Out of a butt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. We always get interesting answers for, for that one. Uh, and uh, the last one, I don't think you said one curse word on this show, but the favorite curse word is the final one here of Five Second Frenzy. Fudge you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wonderful. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, Patricia Summerland, aka Sunny, the California girl. What a joy and honor and privilege to have the chance to talk to you, learn a little bit about your time and glow, learn a little bit about your life. And I can tell that there is so much more about you to learn about um, because uh, we only just scraped the surface here, here of, of, of your life and, and your experiences. So uh, I really just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and um, uh, I think it's meaningful for someone to say that, you know, uh, I appreciate Glow. I appreciate all the ladies that that work for Glow. And, and I live in the most isolated city in the world, Perth, Western Australia. So you've reached all the way over here. You've reached that far. Australia, so I think that... yes. I have a big fan in Australia, by the way, Brendan. And, and uh, I have to show him this because he is an Aussie. He's uh, a part of Australia, but he buys all my pictures. I love him. Yes. So definitely. You know, much love to Austin. I got to get over there. I would love you have to go. To. Yeah, you have I to come to the West Coast. Yeah, a box of kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll win. <laughs> From what I heard. <laughs> well, thank you again, uh, Patricia. I really you. appreciate it. So much fun. Thank you. You're a doll. Take care. Thank you. Thank you all out there for watching us here on the Insider's Edge podcast. I'm California. This is Patricia Summerland, and we will see you down the road. Thank you.